Blog Talk Radio. Oh, what am I doing? That's the wrong song. Sorry about that, everybody. That was the wrong, that was the wrong song. Eternal life, but unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, <laughs> and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, nope. queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' take it? Nope. We gon' expose them? Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Should I repent and be baptized? Yeah. Will Amalek ever be nice? Nope. 
Savior crucified. Does this world love the most high? Nope. It's the making of the birds. Will we power forever? Nope. Will we ever get our turn? You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard you choose You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard you choose one. Who you gonna choose Like this here. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! I don't even think we can be able to, to, to rub it. You know what I mean? To rub the, the, the wound. Ah! <laughs> right, right. <laughs> At least he's going to rub the wound. <laughs> ah! All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom and good morning. Bible Quartz of Wild and the Ancient Hebrew Saints. Welcome to another episode of ISBHBK uh, Bible Talk. My name is Rashad, and I'm joined by my brother, my friend, my uh, uh, everybody's uncle. Good morning, Shalom. What's going on? Shalom. Yahweh Shalom Yahweh Shai Baraka Thumb called Yasha Allah to Wad Balakwara also on behalf of the show and on behalf of me also to call Yasha Allah. A little bit under the weather, but you know, I'm on top of the weather now. You know, it's good to be back, even though I. Wasn't gone for too long, but it's, it's good to be back. You know, spreading this word and 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 reading, reading for my for, for my bro, um, my 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 elder, my teacher, my my friend, also, and uh, everybody's uncle. You know, also I you know I heard back in the day. You know when, when if I would have needed my my son or daughter, whoop, you know you was the one to call. <laughs> no doubt. You know, <laughs> you know. So um, yeah, that's a that's a title that I don't mind. I don't mind uh, claiming. You know, what I mean, to to it, it takes a village, and it you know, it takes uncles too. And to, uncles, uh, aunties, everybody. <laughs> time, because you know the scripture says, if one suffer, we all suffer. Time, and that's definitely that's definitely uh, what we're going through right now. And the purpose of our show is, is to try and help, uh, you know, in continuing Christ's teachings um, and his preaching, that when Christ first, uh, started teaching at the age of 30, um, it says that, you know, his message was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That in order, and we know what the word repent means to change, that we can't change what we don't know is wrong. Now, you know, it's the, first, the first part of solving a problem you have, to admit, you have to admit that you have one. So the purpose of our, of our teachings is to, to help waking up not only for the nation of Israel to identify themselves of who the Israelites are, the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Seminole Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, 
Colombians, Panamanians, so-called Mexicans here in the Western Hemisphere, um, and we're going to back up to our, our, our identity. We're going to back up to our nationality. But then going into well, why did we lose our identity? Um, that it wasn't just because of, of colonization, as we just came out of Columbus Day this past Monday. It wasn't just because of, of Caucasian and white people. That there was a lot of things that that we we broke our covenant. We broke our contract with the Lord God after He brought our, our foreparents out of the land of Egypt, under the hand of Moses, made a covenant, a, compact, a, a contract with us that if we would obey Him, He would be our God and we would be His people. That we broke a contract. That and 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 for every every law God had said to uphold, we as the Israelites we broke um, on on a national level. On a, on a national level. So we got punished on a national level. Um, and when I say national level, I, I, I want to stress on a national level because we had righteous men. There was examples of righteous men throughout our history, uh, all throughout our history. Uh, Daniel, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were righteous men, but they were still in captivity, um, uh, doing the uh, Babylonian captivity. Um, uh, we read about Ezra. Ezra during the Persian Mede captivity. Uh, we read about Mordecai um, uh, again during the Assyrian captivity. That there, there were examples of, of prophets and servants of God that were righteous, but still had to come in, in, into captivity, had to come into slavery, because the Lord was dealing with the nation of Israel. To where again, you know, one of the decrees uh, and the salutes that we as Israelites used to always um, greet one another with. Is uh, Deuteronomy chapter six and verse four. I'm gonna grab that real quick while Gabar's on the other scripture. I'll let you want to get both of them. I can get both of them. Okay, all right. Okay, so uh, Deuteronomy uh, chapter six and verse four. Yep. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter six and verse four, <clears throat> and it reads, "Hear, O Israel." The Lord, our God, is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. So the greeting that we used to greet each other with is that right there, which sounds something like this. Records um, 
of, of when the colonizers first came to the Americas, that 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 was a greeting that that even in the Americas they found us greeting each other with uh, Shema Shema uh, or, uh, Shema Israel, Yahweh Yahweh Achad, our God is one. That and again just limited to the fact that the Lord deals with the nation of Israel on a national level, not an individual level. But we've been our minds have been so polluted from being in it, uh, especially being now in this colonized American society, this American democracy, and this, 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 this state of capitalism where it's about the individual. And it's about the individual taking, taking advantage of every opportunity. It's about the individual capitalizing on, on whatever resources and whatever, by any means necessary, advancing the individual and not dealing with the community. And I'm not saying that, that, that we agree with communism, but if you just look at the word communism, what, what, what's the root word of communism? Commune, which is, goes to what? A community, to where it's not about just the rich get rich and the poor get poor. That, but, but being here in, in America, we, it's really being impressed upon us how evil and cruel communists are. That, uh, you know, the closest, uh, the closest people to America that deal with communism is, is Cuba. And for the longest time, Cuba and Fidel Castro at the time when he, when he was ruling before he passed away, they looked at it as just something evil. And, 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 you know, the Russian bear with Russia and China, that, that communist state is just so evil and it's so uh, uh, against God and against democracy. But how is, why is it taking care, why is taking care of the community something wrong? That in a communist state like, like Cuba, I learned this, you know, from, from the time I did live in Miami. From the communist state or uh, country of, of Cuba, if you wanted, if you pursued a higher education, like, and got a college education, the country paid for it. The government paid for for for, for you if you if it was about becoming a doctor. Then the country paid your tuition for for a university for you to become a doctor. The only thing in return was not now that the country has paid for your education to be a doctor, then you're going to offer health care to everybody in the community, to everybody in, in the country, and you're not going. You're not. It's not going to get to a point where, yeah, you, you because you're a doctor, and you, you went to the school and, and got scholarships, and, and, and or your parents had a silver spoon in their mouth, then now you're going to be driving the the, the Maserati, you're going to be living in, in the gated communities. Um, and that now healthcare, if, if a person doesn't have insurance, you, you're not going to spend two, two seconds on them, two minutes on them, because they can't afford your prices, because they can't afford your, your, um, uh, the price of, of, of healthcare or whatever. That by the, by the country paying for your tuition, then you're going to give back to the country that you're going to have, you're going to make the same salary that a teacher makes. You can make the same salary that a, uh, 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 Possibly, possibly a truck driver might make. But since the country paid for your education, that's going to be you giving back to the country. What's wrong with that? So now everybody got health care? And y'all remember uh, during this, this so-called COVID epidemic, Cuba, Cuba had one of the lowest rates of, 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 of uh, COVID infections 
in the, in the whole world. In the whole world, they had some of the fewest rates of COVID infections reported throughout the whole world. But yet, because the communists, from, from the, Amer- the impression we get from the American uh, uh, society and government, taking care of the people is wrong. But yet, it, it's funny how, Gabar, help me, tell me if I'm wrong. Doesn't every politician, when it comes time to vote, talking about uh, the government needs to be, do, do more for the people? Oh, we, need, we, we need more jobs. We need more, well, uh, uh, we need to do something about crime, that we got to be more about the people. Every politician screams that shit. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, the Constitution starts with we. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it, it's, a, it's, it's a hook. It's how they, they bait you in to, to vote. They get you thinking that they are for the people. That's the, the campaign. That's what the campaign is about. Right, you know? exactly. And it's just ironic, again, and I'm kind of focusing a little bit on, on us growing up here in the Americas and being so influenced by the American ideology and how Americans think that even the so-called Constitution or the Declaration of Independence, it says, we the people, we the people. It, when white people say it, it's supposed to be patriotic and wholesome. But when the Black Panthers were saying power to the people, they were villainized. They were, they, they, they were, they were, uh, uh, they were, they were accused of being communists because they was about the community. If it's white people saying it, it's patriotic, it's wholesome, uh, it's, a, it's American. It, 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 it's the red, white, and blue. It's the, it's the bald eagle. It's the, it's the, it's the apple pie. It's is the um uh, uh uh the July Fourth American celebration, and it's, it's the land of the free. <laughs> it's the land, land of the free, right? You remember the commercial, the Asuzu commercial? Um, they they were they were acting as if we were in Russia, and and it was when Russia was communist, and they were like, no choice. Remember when they were doing that shit? Remember that commercial? Oh, I, I I don't I don't remember. I really don't. Wow. They, they had a moving like really slow and you know no choice. But here in America, at the Asuzu car lot, <laughs> you have choice, you know. But it, they were all dressed in black and you know looking like everybody was in black trench coats, looking like they was with the KGB and <laughs> right, 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 drug trudging, trudging along, you know, in this communist world of no. <laughs> you know, and that's supposed to be looked at as evil. Right, right, exactly. That's supposed to be looked at as, as to be about the community, to be about people. Somehow that's wrong. Somehow that 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 is 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 wrong. But yet I'll be damned again. Every 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 time it's election time, there's a politician talking about. We need to do, uh, we need to increase uh, uh, money in our school. We need to uh, uh, we need to do something about the the unemployment rate. Uh, we, we're going to do something about these taxes. Uh, uh, we need to come together and and and, and uh, fix these these highways. That is all that during election time. It's the we like you were just saying, Gabar. 
during the election time, it's the weed. But any other time, but but yeah, in America again, it's about the capitalist. You can oh. capitalize, and it's about the individual. And a lot of that has 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 seeped into our psyches. A lot of that has seeped into it as, as we've been programmed and conditioned to think that same way, as opposed to what we just read in Deuteronomy chapter six, verse four and five. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Our God, he is our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not the Baptist, the Methodist, the Pentecostal, the Seventh-day Adventist, the Catholic, the Mormons, the Jehovah Witnesses. Not the Democrats or the Republicans. Not the Crips or the Bloods. Not the uh, 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 East Coast versus West Coast. No, the Lord, our God, is one. Our God. You know, just like the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. It didn't say, my father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The prayer is, our father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That the, the most high has always dealt with the nation of Israel on a national level. Not just as, as individuals. Not just as individuals. But now as individuals, uh, give me the other scripture. Uh, Deuteronomy 30 and 10, was that it? Um, you, you you hadn't given me the second one, but yeah, I believe uh, that's probably where you wanted to go. Third, uh, Deuteronomy thirty. It was the very first one I said while the music was playing. Okay, uh, Deuteronomy. I don't know if you even thirty and ten. I I didn't I, I didn't I missed it. But okay, it's not a um, here we go. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter thirty and and verse ten, and it reads, if Thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law. And if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul, for this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us that we may hear it and and do it? Neither, neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very nigh unto thee, in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and statutes and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. So, again, these are the words that Moses spoke to us as right before we about to enter into the promised land, as we were ending our, our journey in, in the wilderness. And he let us know, I'm set before you this day, life and death. Uh, there's another scripture that says, I set before you life and death. Choose you this day which one you want. So he says, sit your hands. You know, where is that scripture? Right. I, I think it's in numbers, but let me 
You know what? It's in the Apocrypha. Ecclesiasticus, chapter 15, verse 17. Okay. Ecclesiasticus, chapter 15, and verse 14. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, let me see here. Let me see here. We're going to start at... We're going to start verse 14. Ecclesiasticus, chapter 15, verse 14. Con, we're in the Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, um, chapter 15, and verse starting at verse 14. And it reads, He himself made man from the beginning and left him in the hand of his counsel. So the Lord made us from the very beginning, especially then with, the, with the, the, the people of Adam, that he made us from the very beginning and said, and that's what he said, he created man in his image. And that was given Adam the law said the commandments during, during that time. And it was a nation of people called Adam. Men and women, they were called the, the uh, Adam. And for, we were supposed to be in God's image. And when we go through the scriptures, we go through that class, that the image of God is talking about his laws, his statutes, his commandments, his way of doing things. You know, like, like when they say, like, father like son, that you do things the exact same way your father did. You do things the exact same way um, uh, this person did. You're doing things in, in their image. So he made us from the very beginning, and he left us in our own counsel. A lot of people say, God, why don't you just make me right? God, why don't you just make me do this? God, why don't you just, uh, just make me? But God left us, he gave us the choice. He said that, remember, God, God told, told, told Moses at, at one of the many times that we provoked the Most High and got, got him angry with us. He told Moses, get out the way. Always the rocks, they will obey me. They'll do whatever I say. That everything in heaven, whatever God says, everything obeys God. But there's no way to say to be able to tell if you love God by just He made you do it. God wants us to make the choice. Am I choosing? To love God. I've got options. I can choose to be about God. I can choose to be about whatever I see, I feel, or what have you. So here it's telling us that, yeah, God did make us from the beginning. But then he left us in the hand of our own counsel. All right, cool. So what choices are we going to make? What choice are you, uh, as, as individuals and on a national level, what choice are we going to make? God, make me this. God, make me that. That's not, no. God wants to know what you're going to choose. Keep reading. It's going to prove itself. Go ahead. Con, uh, we're in the, uh, in the Apocrypha, Ecclesiastes chapter 15, and verse 15. It says, if thou wilt to keep the commandments and to perform acceptable, acceptable faithfulness, he has it says, said, it, it, it says what now? If thou wilt. What does that mean? If you, if you're willing, <laughs> if it's your will, if it's your choice. Exactly. If we choose, if we will to keep the commandments, 
this is, it's not this thing where, well, God, just make me this way. Just make me righteous. Just make me do the right thing. No. You got to make the choice. Each of us has to make the choice. Am I going to love God or not? If thou wilt to keep the commandments and to perform acceptable faithfulness, am I going to perform what, what is acceptable to God or not? It's our choice. That's why I, I keep reading, <laughs> playing that song. Everybody got choices. <laughs> right. We all do have choices, but, but we get into this thing where, well, God, you know, I'm not, people say things like this. We know that part of the dietary, the dietary law that God gave us that, that crickets or grasshoppers are, are, are lawful to eat. John the Baptist ate grasshoppers, grasshoppers and honey. That, that was his diet. And for growing up here in America, a lot of us were like, oh, hell no. We had no problem eating shrimp, crab, crawdads. Oysters, mussels, <laughs> bottom feeders, <laughs> scavengers, but to eat a grasshopper? Oh hell no! <laughs> that, that's that's something from, from fear factor. Like there is no way. <laughs> no. But what if we get to the wilderness? <laughs> what if we get to the wilderness, and where everybody's got the, 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 these ideas that it's going to be like steak dinners? It's gonna be um uh uh quail. Uh it's, it's gonna be this, 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 these these big old feast tables. It's gonna be a drive up a, a drive up of a drive up tree of uh right. of a <laughs> drive up tree. It, it's gonna be a good corral up in heaven. A, a walk up tree. Right. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be an all you can eat buffet up in heaven. And what if it gets to the point where, where the only thing that we're going to eat for this, this month is grasshoppers? Because they're lawful. A lot of people would take this mentality and go, you know what? There's no way in hell I'm, 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 I'm eating no grasshoppers. God's going to just make me. <laughs> God's going to just make me. Uh, uh, to eat grasshoppers because I'm just not feeling that. I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not the one. I'm not gonna be doing that. You know what's ironic? <laughs> what's that? What's that, bro? What's up? You know, we find ourselves like saying, "Well, why come the Most High didn't just make us, you know, follow the law, statutes, and commandments? And why did He give us a choice?" But when it comes to homosexuality, we can blame that on the Most High. Was like it true. True. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, which one is it? It, it, it? Oh, he can make you wicked <laughs> in your choice. No, you chose. He didn't create. <laughs> he didn't create you to, to to be a homosexual. That that that's that's blasphemy. <laughs> you know I mean? And I, I like how you're bringing that up, bro. Because yeah, in that mentality that we take, we're like. God, why don't you make me to be a certain way? But, oh, and, and we'll say things like this. I, mean, I, know, I know you've heard this in, 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 in your ministries and your teachings and, 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 and conversations with people that, uh, well, if God knows everything, then why didn't he just stop Adam from the beginning since he knows everything? <laughs> if God knows everything, then why did, why did uh, and God makes everything to happen, then why did, why did he let this happen? Or why did he do this? If he's God, 
why didn't he just, if he wanted us to all be like him, why didn't he just make us like him? So that's why I don't believe there is a God because who, who wants to serve a God that makes people kill people? Who wants to serve a God that makes people be this way or be that way? But what we, what, the part of the equation that we always forget or have never been taught, I'll say it like that even better. God gave us the power of choice. From Adam, yeah, he said the, 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 the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the midst of the garden. You can eat of every other tree in the garden. Just don't mess with this one. So what did he just offer Adam at that point right there? Right there what did he offer him? A choice. And what, did, and, and what did Adam choose? He told him, if you eat of the tree of, of knowledge of, of, of good and evil, I, 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 I mispronounced it. If you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you're going to die. Surely. <laughs> you, you're going to die. Yes. <laughs> if you don't eat of it, you're going to live. What did God give Adam right then and right there? A choice. And then he, he told him the repercussion of, of each choice. If you choose the wrong way, at the end is death. He gave him the answer. Yeah. Don't. But if you were to so happen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to live, then make the choice not to do this. If you want to suffer these consequences, then choose the wrong thing. At the end of this road, yeah, God made everything, and, but he still gave us a choice. Okay, you're at a crossroads, a fork in the road. If you go left, I, I built this road. If you go left, at the end of the road is a dead end. Is a dead end. If you go right, you go, you're going to make it to the city. You're going you to make it to, 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 to paradise. You make the choice. I made everything, and I know what's at the end of each choice. But you still got to choose. We, we don't want to take that type of accountability or responsibility for the choices that we make. So it's easier to either say there is no God or not to blame God that the reason that the world is so messed up now, if God knows everything, then why did God let this happen? And, and that's the whole thing they say. Why did he let this happen? Why did God let – God didn't let nothing happen. God gave us a choice. Keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. Ecclesiastes chapter 15, verse 15, and we'll read down. Con. Ecclesiastes chapter 15 and verse 15. If thou wilt to keep the commandments and to perform acceptable faithfulness, he has set fire and water before thee. Stretch forth thy hand unto whether thou wilt. Cool. This is, this is easy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Put your hand so, over here, it's fire. So, choose. It's like the game that, you know, my my dad used to play with me. You know, there was there was, there would be candy, you know, in the right hand and nothing. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, choose is what he's saying when he says, put your hand forth. Choose which one. <laughs> which one you, you're, you're going to choose. Right. You know? 
Which one? Oh, and and <laughs> what I love about this verse here, okay. we choose the one we want. You know, there, there, there's this, this thing now in, in the streets, I'm going to say it like that, about catch that smoke, catch that heat. You know, gonna catch all this smoke. If we want the smoke, make 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 this choice. Which one do you want? What are we choosing? If I want life and peace, which one am I choosing? It's up to you. It's up to us. This is where it gets down to us now as individuals. He has, set, he has set fire and water before thee. Stretch forth thy hand unto whither thou wilt. What do you want? This is why Thomas uh, uh, told us, he said, uh, uh, a prudent man proceeds to evil, hides himself. Uh-huh. He's thinking a couple steps ahead. If I make this choice at the end, I'm going to have this type of problem. And then it's not like we don't have uh, chapters in the Bible like Leviticus chapter 26, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, Deuteronomy chapter 32, uh, Daniel, the whole book of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, uh, Lamentations. Y'all make the wrong choices. Come on, all the kings from 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, we can read about the kings of Israel and the choices they made and the choices whether good or whether bad. So it's not like 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 we're walking through this whole thing just blind, and 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 got to roll the dice, and and hopefully get lucky. Oh, like we we hitting a pinata, you know how they put a blindfold on. <laughs> right, right. And, and, I'm just, and I'm just swinging at the air, hoping I hit this damn thing. <laughs> he already told us things written the fourth time written for what? Written for our learning. What choices do we choose to make? What choices do we choose to make? It's still up to us. If we want the, the good of the most high, then we'll, we will choose the things that please him. If we don't want the good that the most high has to give, then we won't choose those things that please him. And yes, there's either going to be a, um, a consequence of repercussion or it's going to be Life and peace. What choice are we making? But it's up to us. We're choosing the one. We've, we've been choosing what we want. It's been up to us. And again, it's not like, like, like uh, a roulette table where you just you, you roll, you roll the, 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 the little ball and hope it lands on red. Oh, I hope it lands on black. Oh, I'm putting all my money in number 17. Oh, come on, lucky number 17. It's not even like that at all. If you make the wrong choice, if you make this choice, I ain't going to say the wrong choice. If you make this choice, at the end it's pain, death, your children are going to suffer. Your, 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 uh, your marriages are going to be dysfunctional. You're going to be looking for peace in, 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 in drugs, in drink, in sex, and, and there's going to be an emptiness in your, in your life. There's going to be an emptiness in your spirit that can never be filled. That even if you start making money, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? You start making money, but you can't get off the drugs. 
That's the, this, if you make this choice, that's, what, that's what's waiting for you over here. If you make the right choice, it's everlasting life. It's going to be peace. It's going to be very functional families. It's going to be a nation of people with generational wealth. There's going to be world peace if we make the choice that pleases God, if we choose to make the choice that pleases God. Let's keep reading, bro. Unless you got anything to, to, to say. No, no. That's, that's, that's right on point. So you, you got it. Um, we're in Ecclesiasticus uh, chapter 15, and we're at uh, verse 17 now. And it reads, well, let me, let me start at 16 again. Cool. Um, he hath set fire and water before thee. Stretch forth thy hand unto whether thou wilt. Before man is life and death, and whether him likest shall be given him. I, I don't know how much more clear this can, this can get. Before man is life and death, and whether him likest shall be given him. What do you choose? What do we as individuals choose? This is why I mean there's so many scriptures that, that come to mind. So are we studying to show ourselves approved unto God? A workman that needed not to be ashamed so that I know how to make the right choices? And, and, or, or, or am I going by how I feel? Am I just caught up into the moment that according to what I feel in this very moment, that's going to decide what choice I make? So I'm not looking ahead. I'm not thinking about where this is going to lead to. I'm in such a panic. I'm so desperate. I'm so, I'm so caught up to my senses that this is why I make a choice. I'm not, using, I'm, not, I'm not making a choice based on scriptures. Scripture says do nothing without counsel. Scripture says in most of the counsel of safety. But how many of us, I, before I do something, I don't counsel about it. I, I just felt like it was right for me at the time. I just, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm a grown-ass woman. <clears throat> and because I had a dream last night, I, I made this choice. Uh, because because uh, uh, a, a black cat walked across my path or, or, or um, a broken mirror or, or whatever, so I made this choice. So you didn't talk to nobody? You didn't counsel with anybody. And you made a choice? And now these are the repercussions behind the choice you made? Why, why do you choose God's way and get some counsel? Most of the counsel, their safety. Nope, I did it on my own. I did it my way. Okay, so you wanted that then. A prudent man proceeds the evil and hides himself. Meaning not just escaping in, 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 as a coward, but you're getting counsel so that now when it, you see, someone can help you see what's down the line. So that now thy wise counsel also fights thy war. He, 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 he gives us the blueprint. And again, as individuals now, even on a national level, he told the nation of Israel what we're, what we're going to be facing by not choosing to please him, by not making the choice to do the things that he likes. If it's about being humble, 
One thing America does not teach. Uh, it's funny how how. Real quick, I'll, do me a favor. We're gonna let this go right now. Go to Proverbs chapter six verse sixteen. Come. Proverbs chapter six, uh, number 16. six and sixteen. Proverbs chapter six and verse sixteen, and it reads, "These six things doth the Lord hate; yet seven are an abomination unto him." Seventeen, a proud look. Okay, okay. <laughs> what's the first thing God said He hates? A proud look. A proud look. Now, growing up in public school, ain't the first thing you damn near taught is to have school pride? All right. Hold your head up. Or, 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 or to be a proud American? What about to be an American? <laughs> Doesn't that go against what we just read about the six things God hates? And the very first thing he said he hates is a proud look. So now I'm making choices based on what I've learned, not from the Bible, not from, the, from, from what the Bible says, but what's been conditioned to me from, from if, it, if it's having, having from school pride, Having pride and, and, and being proud to be an American, or even that family pride. We the Morrises don't embarrass the family. That this this is how the Morrises do things. This this is how we do things. That is instilled in us from a very young age. But is that godlike? Is that godly? That mentality. How is that godly when we're learning right here that one of the first things God says he hates, and God does hate, even we'll say God, God, God don't hate the sinner, he hates the sin. Cool. So what's he saying he hates right here? A proud look. I'm just trying, I'm trying to, trying to, trying to, what I'm trying to hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing light to is, how we really have not been choosing the way of the Father. For either one, we ain't been taught the ways of the Most High, but we've been taught and we reject the ways of the Most High. I hope hope I'm making sense with that. That we've been going with our programming, with what we've been programmed with, and we want to attribute it to God, but the truth of the matter is we really haven't been doing it God's way. We really haven't been choosing what, what pleases God. So now the repercussions of the choices we make, haven't not, they've not been based on before I do something, I get counsel. Before I do something, I'm, I'm checking the scriptures. Before something happens, Am I, am I doing this in an effort of choosing the life God's talking about? Am I doing this in an effort to choose the life God talks about with peace by pleasing him 
Well, am I so caught up into the moment? I'm, I'm so irrational. I'm so hasty that now I'm, I'm, I'm just reacting to the moment. So I'm making, ch- uh, uh, making decisions according to how I feel in the moment, but not following the, the directions, the instructions, or the counsel that the Most High provides. Then in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. But many times we make decisions and we make choices based on what I'm feeling at that particular time. And at the time, it felt, it felt right to me at the time. It felt, it felt like the right thing to do. And we know in Proverbs chapter 14 and Proverbs chapter 16, it says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. That I keep, I keep making decisions and choices based on how I feel, based on my senses, but it's not based on, it's, it, my, my choices are not based on scripture. My decision making is not based on the scriptures, it's based on how I feel. And remember, didn't the scriptures, remember where it said in James? I think, I think it's James. It says that uh, uh, it's devilish. People talk about the devil made me do it. Well, check this out. Uh, it's, uh, it's James um, 3 and 15. Can I read that? Con, um, James chapter 3 and verse 15. And um, it reads, This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. The, the wisdom that the devil gives a person is based on what? The senses. How does it feel to you at the time? But we'll go and look at, at, at Eve. What did the devil, what did the, the serpent, he appealed to, to Eve's what? Her sense by what she saw. By what she saw, it seemed like, yeah, it is something that's going to make one wise. She, that's what she saw. That's what was presented to her. It appeals to her sense of sight, going by what she sees. We know the scripture tells us what? We walk by faith, not by sight. Right. But what, in, from the very beginning, what was presented to Eve? What appeals to her sense of sight? By how she put things together, it seemed like a good idea from, what, from her perspective. From how she was looking at it, what he presented appealed to her senses, that's wisdom. That was the right decision because according to what I see, I'm making this decision. I'm now making this choice according to what I see, according to what I feel. But if it's dealing with our senses, if it's dealing with our feelings, that wisdom is what? Devilish. It's devilish. That, that, that wisdom doesn't come from the most high. 
It was based on an intuition. It was based on a feeling. It was based on a dream. Okay, you have dreams. Dogs have dreams. Okay, cool. All right. If goldfish sleep, they have dreams. I right, bet. They, so you had a dream. All right. So what does that got to do with the scripture? What does it got to do with God's word? And when I say God's word, God, did you counsel? Or did you do the Proverbs 3 and 5? You still need your own understanding. I don't need nobody. Then, then you really don't understand Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4, do you? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Our God. So now you make these decisions, we make decisions based on our senses, based on our feelings, or based on our conditioning, or based on our programming. And that, that's where Again, we keep making the wrong choices. We keep making the wrong choices. But the most I already told us what? Choose you this day, life or death. Everybody's got choices. We make our choices again based on our, our feelings, our intuitions, uh, uh, our senses, but we don't make decisions really based on the scriptures. Let's go to uh, Matthew now, chapter 7, verse 24. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24. Matthew 24, chapter 24 through 27. Matthew chapter 7, and starting at verse 24. Yep. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24, and it reads, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things... I'm sorry. It's like it. Um... Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24, and it reads, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. Now, to build your house upon a rock, your foundation is going to be sturdy. That what you're putting your security in, what you're basing your security and your protection in, is going to be as if you're building a house upon a rock. Because I'm hearing the words of, of Christ, the words of the Most High, and I'm doing them. I'm not just hearing them. I'm hearing them and doing them. Now, my foundation, what I'm, what, what's got me grounded, what's got me feeling secure, what's going to make me feel safe, it's going to be a rock. It's going to be stable. We know Isaiah 33 and 6 says, and wisdom and knowledge should be the stability of that time. So what's going to keep me stable? Am I using God's wisdom? And am I using God's knowledge? Like what Christ is telling us right here, to help keep me stable. Then now my foundation, my security, my protection is based on I'm hearing and doing the words of the Most High. We have not been, as a nation, we have not been choosing to do it God's way. We've been going by our feelings and our senses and not by God. Think about this, brothers and sisters. We just read about the wisdom, the wisdom that's devilish 
Uh, that's based on our senses. What's the, uh, Abraham was given two nicknames, if, if you will, or two titles. Well, three titles. The two I want to concentrate on, though, it says that Abraham was the friend of the Most High. But the other one that says that Abraham was the father of faith. He is the father of faith. Now, let's think about that for a minute. When Abraham had to get rid of his oldest son, Ishmael, that he had with the concubine Hagar, how do you think that made him feel as a father? Who obviously had love and a dedicated time into Ishmael. That he, he was praying to the father to, to receive Ishmael. But he had to deny his senses, the, the sense of what kind of father would just abandon his, uh, uh, his child like that. What kind of father, how is that godly? How is that right? But when that same action that he did, did not make him the friend of the most high? Did not, from that very action, weren't those the things that caused him to be called the father of faith? That he denied his senses? That time. Then, for, for when it came to offering Isaac as a sacrifice, he didn't hesitate. And when you read it, the, the same history in, in, in the Josephus, it tells you that when, when, when the Most High appeared to Abraham and told him that he needed to sacrifice Isaac on a mountain three days away, so that Abraham had plenty of time to think about what the hell he was doing, and he was about to kill Isaac. It tells you that, that Abraham arose, grabbed Isaac, grabbed a, a servant, and they left, and that he didn't even tell Sarah what they were doing. He just left because he didn't want her protesting. He didn't want to hear her mouth. You don't kill my son? Oh, hell, nigga. come on now. This, this was a black woman. How was Oprah in the car purple? I, I love me some whatever, but I killed I, I kill him. I killed him. I killed him. I killed him. So Abraham didn't even he didn't he didn't even deal with his wife's emotions. He didn't he didn't give in to his own emotions and feelings. He chose to please God, and then God came through in the end. That made him what? The friend of God. That made him what? The father of faith. It says that Abraham uh, heard the word of God and believed the word of God, and that was kind to him for righteousness. That's what made Abraham right in the eyes of God. I heard his words. You're going to be my God, and I, I'm going to be, if I serve you, you're going to be my God, and you can be with me wherever I go. And so you said that in Isaac shall my seed be called. I heard you. I believe you. So when you said kill Isaac, I bet you, you must be doing a miracle there. Because you already gave your word that Isaac was going to be my, that in Isaac shall my seed be called. You already said that. 
So either I'm going to plunge this knife in Isaac's chest and you're going to bring him back, or it's going to be some, some real magical sh- something. <laughs> in, in the middle of me, I guess it's going to be like Constantine, the movie Constantine with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> or, or, or it's going to be a Quicksilver in, in, in the Avengers or something like that where you're, you're running so fast, you're running through, through raindrops or whatever, and time is just, just stopping to where you're going to take the, the, the knife out of my hand and, and put a pillow or a feather or, 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 or a box of chocolate. So, so when something hits his chest, he ain't going to die. Now, something happened because you already gave your word. And I believed your word. I believe what you said. That's what made Abraham right in the eyes of God. So, coming back here in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. One more time, Mark. Con, uh, we're in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 24. And he reads, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. My house, my protection, my dwelling, my stability is based on a rock. It's going to be solid. It's going to be secure. It's not going to move because I'm hearing the words of God and I'm doing them. I'm hearing the words of God and I'm choosing to do them. Then everything I'm, uh, that, I'm, that I'm basing my security, my protection, my foundation is, going to, is based on something solid. It's actually based on something real. It's not based on intuition, feelings. Because a, a ghetto boy tried to tell us, right? My mind's playing tricks on me? Right. Right. The whole, the whole 3D illusion. Right. That, that's well, what. Has, con, con, please, please say it. Please say it. No, come, come with it. Come with it. So with the... With, with, What's coming out of uh, uh, James 3 and 15, the, the devilish part, which is deceiving, playing yes. tricks. You know, that's, that's because, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the wisdom that you were receiving was, you know, of dreams. It was sensual. It was, it was emotional. It was impulse. Yes. You know. And that wisdom does not come from above. No. Hold on. That doesn't come from the Father. I'm sorry, bro. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read on. Uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 25. And it reads, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. What is Christ telling us here? By hearing his words and now doing his words, and my decisions are not based on feelings, on an intuition, on the goddamn zodiac. My decisions and my choices are based on Christ's words, God's word. Which really is redundant because it tells you that the word became flesh. So the, the Old Testament, all the scriptures of the Old Testament, that was Christ. Christ is the word of God for what we call today the Old Testament. So by hearing the words, and doing the words, then your foundation is going to be upon a rock. And now, in this, in, this, in this metaphor, in this allegory, it says, and the rain descended. As, as we just had Hurricane, I, uh, uh, what was it, Ira? Ida? Just, just, just blew, uh, blew past. And the rain descended. 
and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Then now as problems come, as, as, as things arise and beat upon the house, why is the house not fall? Because its foundation, its security, is is founded upon a rock. You ever see something like 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 when they show the hurricane footage as as as, as Ida, Ira, Ira whatever it was the uh, uh, hit Florida? How it literally was showing some houses being blown over, some houses literally being washed away. Why? You built this house. Why did it fall? Literally. Why did it fall? Because it wasn't built on a rock. Its foundation wasn't solid. You built a two-story house. Hello, hello. Yes, sir. Uh, Where in verse 25? Where in verse 25? Uh, So we're in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 25, and it reads, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. So it tells you when things happen, and it says, and beats on that house. Why is it this house, why is it not fall? Because it was built upon a rock. So its foundation was secure. And just as I, I, I was just saying, uh, uh, Gabar, as this hurricane, uh, I think it was Ida, just recently passed, um, we literally saw houses being washed away. We saw houses literally being, being the wind, the 140-mile wind gusts, literally picking up and ripping houses apart. But why? You put all this, and these are two-story houses, beachfront houses. So you invested a lot of money to get these damn houses built, but why did they still fall? Because their foundation. What you what, what you put your security in, what you what you thought was really going to save you, protect you, help you, um, uh, 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 be there for you. It wasn't based on hearing and doing the words of the Most High. Everything you built your security upon. Everything you built your, 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 was supposed to be your protection. Everything that you was trusting was going to be stable when trouble came, when the winds came, when the rain came and beat upon that house, it fell. Why? It, it, the, what you thought was going to be secure, what you thought was going to be your safety, your safety net, what you thought was going to keep you, keep you straight, That was based on your senses. That was based on, 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 on your feelings. What you decided to put trust into wasn't based on you're putting trust into hearing the words of God and doing the words of God. You keep building, we keep building our security on how I feel in the moment. It's not based on hearing and doing 
the words of the God, the words of God, the words of the Bible. It's based on how I feel. What emotional state am I in right now? So now when things come, what you put trust in that's supposed to be your security didn't work. It's not working. It ain't working. Let's keep reading. Con, we're in uh, uh, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 26 now. And it reads, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. So you might be putting a lot of energy into building what you think is security, into building what you think is stability, into building what you think is going to protect you. But when, the, when, when things really come, you're going to fall. You're going to crumble. Because you're not basing your security, your stability, your foundation on not only just hearing the words of the Most High, but doing the words. And unfortunately, there's a lot of Israelites, there's a lot of us Israelites, that we hear the words, but we don't do them. As Israelites, I, I, I heard I'm an Israelite. I got that. But what I'm finding security in, what I'm putting my trust in, what I'm basing my, my, my protection on, is still based 100% on how I feel. It's still based 100% on a goddamn zodiac. It's still based 100% on, on, on a dream I had. It got nothing to do with what I'm putting my trust, my faith, my stability in is that I'm hearing the words of the Most High and I'm doing the words of the Most High. So now I'm unstable. And I'll testify. When I'm having my, when I'm having my nervous breakdowns, I'm talking for me as an individual, Mashallah. When I have my nervous breakdowns, when, when everything's starting to get to me, I, I can admit this scripture's true. I've been binge watching, binge watching Hulu, binge watching Netflix, binge watching whatever dumb shit I'm watching. Uh, and and I'm, I'm not going back over these classes like from Google Podcasts or, or, or iHeartRadio Podcasts. I'm not keeping, keeping the classes, not just my own classes, but classes from IUIC, classes from Tazapah. Classes from um, ISBHBK. I don't keep that recycling in my mind, and I go through these phases where I'm into my gangster rap. I go through these phases where I'm into to, to 80s rock and roll. Um, uh, uh, I go through these phases where I'm into jazz. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surrounding myself with the words of the most high. And then I'll see I'm slipping I, – I'm – Slipping to the darkness. <laughs> uh, then I'm left. Right. And then and then I'm shook. And I, I'm 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 only confessing that that these scriptures are true. 
that at, at a particular time, I stopped hearing. I'm, I'm, I'm not even hearing the words of the Most High. And as a teacher, there can be times where I'm teaching the words of the Most High, but I'm still not doing them. I can be teaching, but I'm not doing what the Scripture says. And at, the, at that particular time, whatever I'm putting my trust in, is this supposed to be my security? This is going to be my help? This is going to be my, my, uh, uh, my stability? That always gets shook. That always gets shaken. From there, we're going to read the same, the same uh, uh, parable, but we're going to get Luke's perspective about the same parable. Because uh, you know, when you have a, a, a when an event takes place, the more eyewitness accounts you get of the event, the better overall, uh, all of our picture you can get of what really happened. So let's get Luke's perspective on the same parable. Let's get uh, Luke chapter 6. We're going to start at verse 46. Luke Con. chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 46. <clears throat> Con, we're in uh, Luke chapter 6, starting at verse 46. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it reads, and why, and why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I read that correctly? You, you sure did. <laughs> wow. So let me let me. <laughs> Let me read it again. We're in Luke chapter 7. Please do. <laughs> chapter 6 and verse 46, and it reads, And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? I, 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 I don't... I'd I, I, I be accused, rightfully so, rightfully so, of having a sarcastic nature. How can you not get sarcasm out of this? But, but Christ, Yahweh Shai, Hamashiach, Yahweh Shai, what he just said right here. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? How am I your master? How are you my servant? But nigga, you don't do shit I say. Okay, that's that's me improvising. I added to that. (laughs) 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 I I, I put a little stink on that one. Okay, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Why do we call them? Oh Lord Jesus! Oh Lord, Lord Jesus! Oh Lord! Oh Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Yahweh Shai! Yahweh Shai! Yahweh Shai! Yahweh Shai! Oh Lord! Hamashiach! Yahweh Shai! We 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 call his name out, but we don't do none of the things he says. we, We don't do the things which he says. Yeah, yes, Lord Jesus is my personal Lord and Savior. But I don't do nothing that he said. I'm looking for salvation, but I don't do what he says. This is how he looks at it. This is his perspective. Then we, we have the audacity to come back and be like, God, how can you be more dead for me? It's like, Lord, Lord, help me. 
<laughs> yes. I said, the Lord, Lord, the Lord, 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 have mercy. <laughs> go back to, to, to the movie Glory. Uh, when he's right. about to go to war. Oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. Oh, my Lord, 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 Lord. I love it, 54. This this was the, the type of stuff that Christ like the Pharisees and the hypocrites. You love to make these long ass prayers to be seen by everybody, and you want to make sure you're seen in the center of attention, and you, you you sit in the uppermost rooms, as if you're really about this life, as if you're really about the Most High Christ, whatever, and, and you you want to make sure everybody hears you say the most powerful, the longest, the the, the hardest prayers possible. As if the most high that is really the center of your life, but we don't do none of the things that he says to do. Because it goes against, at this particular time, it goes against what I'm feeling. It goes against what I'm thinking. It goes against uh, uh, my, my every intuition. It goes against how, however this society has programmed me to be. That no, at this particular time, I'm not doing what Christ said. I'm not doing what the Bible says. I'm doing me and what seems right to me. And I'm trying to build what I think is going to be security. I'm trying to build what I think is going to be stability. But I'm not doing what Christ said to do. I'm not doing what the Most High said to do. Let's keep reading now. Let's keep reading. And if you, if you get any input, out, please, the door is open. I got you. Um, Luke chapter 6 and verse 47, it says, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built in house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Shook one, a major look. <laughs> the man or the person that hears the words of the Most High and does them, it's like a man that built his house and did what? Dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Not and surface. Time. Dig deep. I was sitting in class. But I I, I, I kind of heard what the hell you talking about, but I didn't I didn't I didn't try and dig deep with this shit. I I was too distracted. I'm thinking that it's enough if I just hear class. I think it's just enough if I teach class. But I'm not really going to apply none of this deep inside. So my security 
My stability is shallow. But I'm thinking I'm doing something. I, I see, I've been here in class, been, been here in a lot of classes. Hell, if you, you shot, taught a lot of classes. But I'm not taking it deep. I'm not actually applying this in my private life. I'm not really applying this uh, when no one else is around. The only time I feel I'm deep is in, in class. I'm teaching. That's when I'm deep. But to actually apply this when there's no one around, remember, Paul told us what? To work out our own salvation, um, not only in my presence only, but much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But when, I, when I'm in the crowd, I got somebody listening, oh, I'm preaching Mashaba. But when I'm by my lonely, I'm Chris Morris. I'm, I'm Ed and Bobby's son. I'm lonely. I'm shallow. So now when, when, when trouble comes, what happens? I'm shook. They shoot I'm nervous. You. <laughs> I made you look. <laughs> now I'm shook. Because I'm not taking this deep. I'm not taking the words of the Most High in Christ deep, I'm shallow. It's surface. And then like, again, verse 40, it says, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. I will not be moved. That's an old Edomite church song. <laughs> Just, my parents have me go to a white church. <laughs> Matter of fact, there's a scripture. We, we, we used to read it a lot, and I can't think of it, but it says that we're going to be like the Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Uh, read this again uh, real quick out, verse 48. Yes, sir. Um Luke chapter 6 and verse, and verse 48, and it reads, He is like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. This, this here is Psalms chapter 125 verse 1. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. It's a Psalm okay. chapter 125 and verse 1. Well, you, you can read it out. The whole uh, Luke, we're coming right back to it. Um, okay. Psalm chapter, the 125th Psalm and verse 1. Right. Psalms 125 and verse 1. And it reads, They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. The Mount Zion, a mountain can't be moved. If I'm actually trusting in the words of the Most High, and how, how does a person show they trust in the Most High? We do what he says. In spite of whatever feelings, whatever senses, whatever intuition, whatever, whatever saying, I'm going to stick to the words of the Most High. 
So that now when this flood comes, when 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 this stream is beating vehemently upon me, I, a person's not going to be shook. Because we do what? We trust in the Lord. What did Abraham do? When when the most I told Abraham, leave, leave all everything you're familiar with and walk, and I'm gonna be with you. And they went up taking and, and the Egyptians took Sarah. From reading this scripture right here, do you think Abraham was shook? Do you think Abraham was scared and nervous? Be like anything could have happened? Yeah, how? They could have did this to my wife. They could have did this. How, how could you let this happen? This could have happened. We can read from, from this scripture right here is letting me know Abraham didn't have that one of those thoughts. He trusted in the Most High. His security was based on hearing and doing the words of the Most High. Moses said, leave your security in the land of Ur and come out here to a land you've never been in, I'll be with you. I got you. Abraham did what? He left. When they took Sarah, for me, this was later, Abraham didn't get all shook and nervous like, Lord God, please protect her because if I'm not there, what's going to, something bad could happen. They could have. They might have. No. In the midst of, 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 of that drama, because Abraham trusted in the words of the Most High, he was doing. You said if I left my security, you're going to be with me. So cool. You're going to be with me. So, okay, they got Sarah? They got Sarah. You're going to protect her. Because you said you would. If I leave, you said you're going to be my security. You said you're going to be with me. They took Sarah. She's going to be safe. He had to go to some special ninja training so that now he can move like, 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 like Bat- Batman in the dark. <laughs> and, and, and sneak up on, on a federal service or whatever to go save his woman. Or do like Michael Jackson, you know, turn himself to a whole bunch of pebbles and spin and <laughs> exactly kind, kind, kind. <laughs> devilish. Just <laughs> he, he he did Abraham did not use devilish wisdom. Right. That I gotta make sure I'm doing something to make sure I feel secure. To make sure Sarah knows she's gonna be stable. Because she sees me climbing the wall, and, and, and <laughs> I'm, outside the, I'm outside the window. Sarah. <laughs> or do you remember the time? You, you, you know. Right. Exactly. They, they, they had they had a special Morse code that he tapped on the on the stone. Sarah, no, okay, he's out there. He's doing something. It wasn't like that. Abraham trusted in the Most High and was not shook. He was like the Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. In the midst of whatever drama was taking place, guess what? Abraham was not shook, nervous, paranoid, scared.
scared because I'm hearing the word of God and I'm doing the word of God. Just like, like what Christ is explaining here in Luke chapter 6, verse 48. That man who built his house, built his house upon a, uh, and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock, the flood, the flood can come. The streams can come. That person is not going to be shook. That person is not going to be like, oh, my God, why am I going to this? God said you're going to be with me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why? If I'm hearing the word of God and I'm doing it, there's going to be some streams. There's going to be some floods. I'm not going to let this shake me. When Job lost everything, kids, houses, land, wealth, servants, he even had his woman in his ear talking about, you still keeping your integrity? Curse God and die. Then his three so-called friends came like, look, you be doing so good against the Most High. Job was like, no, I haven't. Ooh, for something like this happened, you must have been wicked. I wasn't. But through all that, what did Job do? He still kept his integrity. Regardless of his three friends, if you want to call them that, ooh, you know, like, like you remember from uh, 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 old girl from uh, uh, That's My Mama? Ooh, oh. Raj. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna tell mama. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember. I forget her name though. It, it's been so long, wow. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Ooh, I'm gonna tell. <laughs> Job didn't take that thing and again. His Three friends, you must do something doing something wrong to the most high. Look at what you're going through. And lost your kids, lost your wealth, lost everything. We're gonna sit here in the dust with you, but damn, nigga, you did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I guess I guess in that you can say that they was they was his friends. You know, so they was like, Well, I guess well shit. Well, let's go sit down with you. <laughs> so we can I, learn okay. something. We're going to sit here with you just so we can beat you up more. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you don't think to restore, the, to restore a man? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't think they would apply it that way? <laughs> no, not at all. That's, that's why it said. Even Joe said, not to, not to, basically, I'll paraphrase it. Joe said, you don't kick a man when he's down. What the fuck wrong with Joe? <laughs> Chicago first told me that scripture way back, I mean, way back when. I'm like, oh, wow. And I, 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 I always lose what's that, but in paraphrasing, that's what Joe basically said to me. Like, you don't kick a man when he's down, when he's grieving. You don't do that. He had to let him know, but he still kept his integrity. That in the midst of what he was going through, he still kept it. He, did not get, he didn't get shook. He still 
kept holding on to hearing the words of the Most High and doing the words of the Most High. Yeah, even when his woman talking shit, even when his three friends talking talking mess, he didn't let that shake him. Oh, so I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to uh, roll out. Um, I got it. Cool. You know. No problem. It's water. It's water. It's water. Are you in the I'll, I'll get you. I'll, I'll try to get in. Get in a call. A call in. You know, before. Well, you what time is it now? It's probably it's, it's 1134 11. already. Con. <laughs> I'm still on the first page of my notes. Con. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good. If you, if, you, if you can get there and call back in, please do. Con. Yes, sir. All, all right, right. Cool. Yahweh Hashem Shabbatah. Yahweh Hashem Shabbatah. All right. So, uh, brother sisters, uh, going back to Luke chapter 6, verse 48. Uh, nope, we read that already. I'm going to go to Luke chapter 6, verse 49 now. Luke chapter 6, and verse 49. The book of Luke chapter 6, and verse 49. It says, But he that heareth and doeth not. Brothers and sisters, uh, those keep keeping up. I'm going back to Luke chapter 6 now, verse 49. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built, without a foundation built in house, Upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. This person didn't dig deep to make sure that what they was what they were, what this ability was based on was solid. What they were basing their security on was solid. It was all on earth. It was all, all surface level. And now when, when the, 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 the stream came and beat me upon the house, immediately it fell. Yet what you put your trust in, what you think is going to be your stability, what you think is going to be your, 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 uh, uh, your solitude, you didn't base it on hearing the words of the Most High and doing. And what always stands out to me, brothers and sisters, when I, when I read these, these, these parables, every last one of these people heard the word. When we read Matthew chapter 13 about the, the parable of the sower, each one of those individuals, each one of them heard the word. But it's what they chose to do after they heard the word. Here, the person hears the word, but they're not digging deep. Everything is just surface. So now they're not doing the word. That's going to stop the problems from coming. A lot of people really think that just like, 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 like the Bible, like God is, is a genie in the bottle. That just because I, I'm, I'm hearing the words, that that's supposed to keep me from all evil, all all problems. That's supposed to keep me like like it's supposed to keep all my bills paid. It's supposed to keep me uh, living the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to. Keep me to the sense of of, of entitlement because I hear the word. It 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 it, it you know it it's very much 
of the church mentality that has crossed over from those who have went to church on a regular before they came into the knowledge to they bring that same mentality into the knowledge. That if you just went to church once a week and you really went to church because you was more caught up into the singing that took place at the church, you didn't really want to hear or was really interested in the, the reverend, the pastor, the bishop, or whoever was the head of your church, you really weren't interested in him going over the scriptures. You was there because that was the price you had to pay so you might be able to sing in the choir or, or just sing in church, that you just love that type of music. You love getting dressed up to, to go um, to be seen at church or what have you. That it wasn't about even getting into the word. But you go, through, and for those who might have just went, I want to hear the word of God. You went and heard the word for hours, two hours maybe, with all the singing and dancing and, and, and the, the offering plate being passed around. And then that was it. Your Bible stayed closed all the way up until the next, next Sunday. There was never no reflection, no, no meditation on what the preacher said, on what scripture was pulled out. And the, the, the question that, that has always been asked to people, so what did the pastor teach today? I don't know, but it sure was good. What the hell you hold up? What the hell you mean? You don't know, but it sure was good. What made it good? Well, Sister Johnson got up and started singing this song. Oh, my God. Oh, the spirit was in there. The spirit was in this church. The spirit was in the church because Sister Johnson started singing the song. That's how you know the Holy Spirit was up in that church. And somebody started speaking in tongues. What was the Bible message? Share with me the scriptures that the, that the pastor went over. A lot of people carry that, that same mentality as it comes to the knowledge of now the Israelites. It's not, it's not a, about hearing and doing, it's still this mentality of a real light mentality of, a real service mentality of, okay, it's enough that now I know I'm an Israelite, that's it. But I still got to live my life. I still got to, I still got to do things my way. I still got to, uh, uh, I, I still don't have to adjust. I'm not going to adjust. It's enough that now I'm a, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. And then I'm, I'm sacrificing. I'm sacrificing. I'm sacrificing. I used to love pork, but I'm not eating pork no more. I, I used to love catfish. I'm not eating catfish no more. What's the problem? I'm changing. All right. Going now to, to Psalms chapter 82 and verse 5. The book of Psalms chapter 82 and verse 5. The book of Psalms now, chapter 82 and verse 5. And it says, they know not. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. So, they know not. Hosea 4 and 6 tells us what? Well, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Why are we destroyed for lack of knowledge? Isaiah 9 verse 16. For the leaders of this people cause them to err. 
how our leaders or the people that we follow or the people that we choose to look up to or be influenced by causing us to err. Matthew chapter 22, verse 29, not knowing the scriptures or the power of God. They take everything surface. It's not about hearing the words of the Most High and doing it. It's about seeing about keeping everything surface. So here in Psalms chapter 82, verse 5, it says, they know not. Neither will they understand. Why is it we don't understand? We're not being taught God's word. Or, or we're hearing God's word, but we're not doing God's word. It says, in the performance of the law, there's an understanding. If you're not doing the things God says do, you're not going to understand. And, and, and I've said those words many times. I understand why I got to do this. How is this, supposed to, how is this supposed to help? Which is similar to if it was about the senses and going by what we see and what we think is right and what we put together, when the Israelites uh, took the, 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 the town of Jericho, Did we take this, the town of Jericho by warfare, the city of, of Jericho by warfare? Did we build some elaborate um, uh, war machines? Did we build some elaborate battling rams? Did we build some elaborate catapults so that we could assault the city and take the city by warfare? No, we, we didn't use any of that conventional warfare technology at the time. What were we told to do? Walk one time around Jericho for seven days. Walk around Jericho once each day for seven days. Then on the seventh day, you're going to walk seven times around Jericho, and then on the seventh time, you're all going to shout. It would been very easy for a person to be like, how, does, how the hell does this make any sense? We're just going to walk around these walks? We're just going to walk? How the hell is us walking going to give us this city? How the hell does this make sense? It wasn't until our forefathers actually did that they did what the Most High said do. They heard his word, and then they did his word. That the understanding came after. The understanding came after. We're not taking the, the, the walls of the city down. God is. For as much as we thought, I had to take matters in my own hands. We had to come up with our own ideas and plans and devices. Of, of, of how we're going to get this city, how we're going to assault this city, how we're going to take this city. The understanding came when we heard the words of the Most High. Each day for seven days, I want the men of war to walk one time around the city, outside the walls of the city, once, for seven days. Now, on the seventh day, y'all going to walk seven times around the walls of the city, and then when you finish the seventh time, I want y'all all to shout, 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 let it all out. 
It wasn't until we heard the word and we did it, then we understood God delivered the city to us. It wasn't anything that we, that it was our own power, our own wisdom, our own might, our own strategies, our own idea of, of, of warfare. The understanding came afterward. God delivered this impenetrable, impeccable city of Jericho into the hands of the Israelites by his own doing. So a lot of times we, you're not going to understand, we're not going to understand until we do it. We hear the words of Mosai and we do it. And it uh, like Tyler Paul was saying um, in yesterday's class, it's supposed to get to a point where we understand what, what the things we're doing and why we're doing it. Let's say if you worship, you know not what. It shouldn't be that way. But the reason a lot of people can't answer questions, they don't study. The reason a lot of people be afraid to talk to people is because they can't give them a scripture they use to get out of a the situation. They can only give them some old wise tale, some old intuition, some old dream, some old worldly sensualism. They can't give them the scripture that they actually use to get out of this problem. The actual scripture they use to get past this situation. So they're ashamed. I, I, I can't speak. I, I got nothing to say. So, again, Psalm 82, verse 5. They know not. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. And everything that, that we try to get stability from that's not based on understanding, that's not based on God's knowledge. It, 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 you, 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 your, your, your security is, is, is going to be weak. What you're depending on is not going to be there. You know, I was going over this, you know, I used to do a lot of teaching, really focused on a couple of years, you know, years ago, everybody was going into the, the especially the year 2012, as we was looking at the Mayan calendar or the Aztec calendar, that the end of the world was somebody in 2012. Um, the doomsday preppers that that we've all been been been, been focused on and thinking about doomsday prepping. So they even had you know reality TV shows and had, had, had shows about doomsday prepping, the preppers and stuff like this. I mean, it, it was it was it, it was it was a lot more prominent um, on, on a lot of survival shows, whether it was like Survivor Man, whether it was like uh, stuff like Bear Grylls, that it was all about the surviving and getting off the grid and, and, and uh, building bunkers and, and stuff like that. And so everybody... Let's say you get into bunker building. White people have been prepping for generations. They've got some underground bunkers 
I'm not even talking about the government. I'm talking about individual families have got some underground bunkers that they believe will, will last them five years, ten years, and some underground bunkers that they, they have really fortified. They've been stockpiling water. They've been stockpiling food. They've been stockpiling supplies and medical supplies, um, generators, um, MREs. They've been stockpiling uh, uh, pantry, all types of pantry stuff. If those things, if, and they've been actually had the money and the time to really prep for these things. And that that's supposed to be wisdom. Can I ask a question? If that's the wisdom that we're supposed to use, and that's what white people are doing, and that's the wisdom we're supposed to use, you know, why does it say, our Father is out in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it, is, uh, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. If we go back and look at give us our daily bread. If the white man's wisdom is 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 he stockpiling, getting off the grid, uh, getting, getting getting all that type of stuff, getting, getting his weapons together, and getting outside of the defenses already set up for what people that are going to be trying to invade. And if those things are not going to help him, and they have the resources and the money, let alone you look at some of the the uber rich. Some of the bunkers that they built, the 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 multi-million dollar bunkers that have been built if that's not gonna help them. And they're preparing for, you know, nuclear fallout. They're preparing for for you know, just food shortages, they're preparing for is the electrical grid uh, crashes or what have you. If you're in a bunker underground and the Lord causes a flood to come, what you gonna do there? And then as I was doing more of my research, how many super volcanoes are there in America? What 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 good is your your, your bunker gonna do? In an earthquake, where the earth is really moving, and, and, and if it's a super volcano, there's not going to be anywhere to run to, there's going to be nowhere to hide. If we're not in the pavilion of the Most High, there is no salvation in, 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 in any other. So as my time is about to, about to wrap up, uh, I want to get the definition of foundation from Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Um, I'm going to go with the first definition of foundation from Webster's 1828 Dictionary. It says, the basis of an edifice, the part of a building which lies on the ground, usually a wall of stone which supports the edifice. This is another, way, another term for building. But it's something that, that gives support. A foundation is something that gives support. 
because something that a person builds upon. If your foundation is not, if we're not building our foundation on hearing the words of the Most High and doing the words of the Most High, your foundation is going to be shook. What you think you're building stability upon, what you think you're building security upon, is not is 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 not going to work. It's not going to last. Definition number three from the Webster's 1820 Dictionary for, for the word foundation. The basis of, or groundwork of anything that on, that on which uh, anything stands and by which it's supported, all right? So definition number three is the basis or groundwork or anything uh, on which anything stands or by which it is supported. If what you're standing on and you're depending on to be your support, which is depending on to be your stability, but it's not based on the, 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 the hearing and doing the words of the Most High, all the foundations of the earth are going to be shook. Everything that you think is going to be stability and you, you're going to be able to depend on is going to be shaken because it's not based on hearing and doing the words of the Most High. When we look at Psalms 82 and verse 5 and some other translations, from the Bible in basic English, from the Bible in basic English, the same verse reads, it says, they have no knowledge or sense. They go about in the dark. All the bases of the earth are moved. So, taking another look at Psalm 82, verse 5, it says you have no knowledge and you really have no, no sense. What you might call common sense based on your senses of how you feel, God is saying you really ain't got no sense. You have no knowledge and you have no sense. You go about in darkness, you're blind. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And what did Christ say about the blind leading the blind? They both can fall into a ditch. You follow fallen people that don't know what the hell they're doing, but to you, they seem wise. What are you going to do when their foundation gets shook? What are you going to do when their stability gets shook? From the Beeman Study Bible, the Beeman Study Bible, it says, they do, not, they do not know or understand. They wander in the darkness. All the foundations of earth are shaken. Just like we just read, this is what Christ told us in Luke chapter 6. You're, what you are looking for to be stability, protection, security, it's going to be shook. The study notes from the Bullinger's Companion Bible, from Bullinger's Companion Bible, it says, The oppressed know not, neither can they understand. They walk to and fro in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. From the um, um, 
from the English Standard Version. They have neither knowledge or understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Saying the words of the Most High, but not doing them. Um, from the Exegesis um, uh, Companion Bible, it says, they neither know nor discern. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth totter, like Peter totter, totter. We have no knowledge and we're not able to discern what is real stability and what is the right choices because either we're hearing the words of the Most High and we're not doing them, or we're just to the point where I'm not hearing the words of the Most High. We're going to Isaiah chapter 20, verse 16. We're going to Isaiah chapter 20, verse 16. It says, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. The Most High is ready to give us a foundation. He's trying to give us stability by hearing his word and doing his word. But for those who don't want to hear or do his word, what you base your stability on, what you base your security on, is not going, it's not, it's not going to make it. Again, Isaiah chapter 20, verse 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation that if you trust in what the most high land saying and you do what he says, it's already been tried. He already knows that this way is going to work. And in the midst of everything that's going to be happening, this is the way to go. Make these choices. This is a true cornerstone. This is the foundation that God is building. When we go to First Corinthians chapter three verse eleven. First Corinthians chapter three verse eleven it says, "The other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ." Are we hearing the words of Christ and doing them? Is that what your foundation? Is that what you're basing your stability, your strength, your protection? And I'm hearing the words of, of Christ, I'm hearing the words of God, and I'm doing them. If you're only hearing them, you're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. I'm only hearing the words, but I'm not doing the words. I'm putting my faith, my trust, my security, my stability on something else. Not the fact that I hear the words of the Most High and I'm doing the words. Then my foundation is not Christ. It's not Yahweh Shai. It's not Hamashiach. That's not my foundation. It's going to fall. Whatever it is I think I'm building, it's going to fall. 
few more scriptures, and I'm, 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 I'm going to close it down for today. When we go to Ephesians chapter 2, when we go to the book of Ephesians chapter 2, I'm going to start at verse 20. We're going to read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. The book of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. And it says, And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shai himself, being the chief cornerstone. What am I building my stability on? What am I building my security on? Am I really building my security, my foundation deep in what the apostles and the prophets says? I'm actually doing what the apostles and the prophets says? I'm actually hearing and doing what Christ says? That I, I'm, I'm, I'm basing my foundation, what I'm standing on, what I'm basing myself on. If I'm only thinking that because I hear the words of Most High, that that's enough, that's not going to be enough. That's not, that's, that's not going to be enough. Verse 21. In whom all the building fitly, fitly uh, framed together groweth into one holy temple in the Lord. This building that Christ put together, that the Most High put together, is based on the Scriptures. It's, it's based on hearing and doing the Scriptures. Not based on, because we all like the same music. Not based on... Um, we're all in the same tax bracket. Not based on we're all sports fans. Not based on we all like the color blue or the color red. The building that Christ put together, that the most put together, is based on and built around hearing the words of the Most High and doing the words of the Most High. Give me one second, y'all. That's going to take too long. Jump me real quick. I know we're in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 21, but I want to read uh, Psalms chapter 127, verse 1. I want to read the book of Psalms chapter 127 and verse 1 now. The 127 Psalms, verse 1. And again, it says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. If, if, if whatever you put putting together in building isn't based on hearing and doing the words of the Most High, that house ain't going to last. Remember, a house divided against itself can't stand. A nation or kingdom divided can't stand. How can't you walk together except they be agreed? If, this, if what's being built isn't being built upon hearing 
and doing the words of the Most High. Good luck. And we have, we have, we have all the history of humanity as as witnesses to the facts. We have every rise and fall of every empire that's ever ever existed to the truth of this scripture. That if the most high, if, if it's not being built on hearing and doing the words of the most high, good luck. You can acquire all the, all, you can build the, the military strong as you want to. The military is not, not going to save you. You can, you can go and steal and rob as much resources and gold and jewels from, from everybody around the world. That's not going to help you. You can make sure you dress in the finest of clothes. That's not going to help you. You can enslave millions. That's not going to help you. Psalm 127, verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing that a lot of people say, so I've been doing all this for nothing? Yeah, yeah you have. Yes. But God knows my heart. God knows what I want. So I've been doing all this for nothing? If it's not been based on hearing and doing the words of God, yeah. To give an example, Donald Trump being the real estate mogul that he is and have made millions and millions of dollars, there's all types of real estate um, um, uh, developments and, 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 and hotels and, and, and resorts and everything. It's not going to help you one bit when it comes to Christ getting here. All that he's labored, all the, the millions that he, 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 he's lost, that he, he, he's gained and lost and gained back. And ain't nobody saying he didn't put in a lot of hard work. No matter how devious, diabolical, or, or, or treacherous it might have been, he put the work in. Is that going to help him when Christ gets here? Not a bit. Not one bit. A workman is supposed to study to show himself approved unto God so that the work you're doing, you won't be ashamed about the work you're doing. Now, hopefully your work is being based on you hear the words of the Most High and you're doing the words of the Most High. Or else, yeah, everything that, that, that you're putting together, there's a way that seems right to him, unto a, a man, but the end of the ways of death, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22. I'm going back there now. Ephesians um, chapter 2, I'm going to read verse 21 and 22. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 21 and 22. In whom all the building, fitly framed together, groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. How are we going to grow into this holy temple? How are we going to grow? It, 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 if it's not based on the hearing and doing the words of the Most High, it's not going to grow. We're not going to grow. We're not going to grow into something holy in the Lord. Something that the Lord can be proud of. 
something that the Lord is going to protect. Verse 22, in whom ye also are built together for inhabitation of God through the Spirit. How can God dwell in us? How can the Holy Spirit dwell in us if we're not basing what we're doing on hearing the words of the Most High and doing the words of the Most High? The Most High ain't dealing with that. The Most High is not going to dwell there. Going down to First Peter chapter two verse six. I'm sorry, verse six. First Peter chapter two, seven verse six. And this is going to be the last scripture for 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 for, for today, brothers and sisters. First Peter chapter two verse six. It says, "Wherefore also is contained in the in the scripture." And again, I'm in First Peter chapter two verse six. Wherefore also it is contained in the holy holy scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. Elect. Precious. And he that believes on him should not be confounded. Verse 7. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is, is made the head of the corner. That this, this, this. A person will reject the teachings of Christ because they're so set into their own feelings, their own senses, their own sense of what's right, their own sense of, of identity, their own sense of, 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 of what makes sense to them. And for the, what that person will call foolish and dumb because it doesn't go, coincide with their feelings. That way that you feel is the most foolish way, that's the same way Christ is coming. When, when, when we find ourselves asking the question, is this really wisdom? Yeah. And again, the reason first we ask that question is because they don't want to be inconvenienced. That's why the question gets, uh, uh, comes up, is this really wisdom? Verse 8. Um, and a stone, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, that the way, because a person gets so stuck into their own feelings, their own intuitions, their own, their own superstitions, that continue doing it Christ's way, they're going to continue to be more and more offended. Christ told us that in the parable of the sower. That because it's not going with how they feel, it's not going with their intuition, it's not going with their senses, that to continue to do things Christ's way, it's going to be a continual offense to this person. They don't understand. I don't get why we got to do it this way. Why can't it ever be my way? Why do I always got to do it y'all's way? Why can't y'all ever do it my way? How come it's always dependent on me seeing it your way, but you never had to see things my way? Verse 8, 1 Peter 2, verse 8. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word. 
I don't understand the scripture. I don't understand what, how this applies to me. I don't understand why I got to do it this way. Oh, I get it because you're in charge. Oh, I get it because keep the order. Being disobedient. Weren't you also, they were appointed. Like we read. Choose you this day, life or death. Choose you this day, life or death. What are what are you basing your stability upon? All right, brother. I'm going to end today's today's class and session with this right here. I just want to put a bookmark in my notes. All right, cool. So yeah, we're gonna end up, we're gonna end this, this this session with this right here. I would like to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, where am I? Uh, please uh, tune in. Today is Thursday, so please uh, tune in. You still check out ISBHBK um, YouTube channels. Um, either um, um, there's not a live class tonight for San Antonio, but there's still um, Houston, Norfolk, or, or Rochester. There should be uh, some type of broadcast uh, taking place, unless for the Peace Tabernacles. Um, they might not be holding classes. I haven't checked the YouTube channel to, to, to see. They might not be holding classes with, with Houston, uh, Rochester, or Virginia, Norfolk. They might not, but you can tune in and check and see. Now, you can tune in and check and see. We're checking some of the old classes, the older classes, right? Um, and again, reminder, as we get ready to come into the, the end of the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, which will be... Uh, uh, Sunday the 15th and Monday the 17th, uh, please log on to um, isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com, and log in. Bring, uh, log into the uh, uh, set up an account, and then when you set up the RSVP, you'll be able to get access to um, uh, to the location of where we're going for uh, the future tabernacles. All right. So with that, brothers and sisters, I want, I want to thank everybody. Thank everybody to the 12 tribes worldwide. Uh, tuning in uh, and tomorrow night's class will be uh, the brother Bonabad and Gabar uh, with uh, Bonabad's Bible Breakdowns uh, tomorrow night starting at 6 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time that's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, 5 p.m. Albuquerque Time and 4 p.m. out there in Cali alright so with that thank you everybody for tuning in and I'm going to say shalom.
Yahweh is one. 